Hey everyone, it's Kensley. If I get this to work correctly, then you're seeing a video of this. If I don't, then you're just hearing me, which is okay. It'll work. I have a little bit of a different podcast for you guys today. Obviously, one point is I'm trying to record it with a video, so that's crazy. Um, but also, this is a personal true crime story instead of one of those infamous ones I've been covering recently. This is one about me that just happened like three weeks ago. So I'm not reading a script this time. I am doing this fully unedited, hopefully. So yeah, you are listening to The Ugly Truth. So the date was Saturday, August 5th, and it was me, my husband, my brother-in-law, and then two of my husband's friends over at our house. And this is kind of embarrassing, but the reason we were all there is to watch the Jake Paul boxing match that was on that night. So yeah, it was a great night. We played basketball. We ate some good food. We were just chilling. It was just a normal night. And I was getting a little tired of all of the, like, intro fights, I guess is what they call them, all the prelims, basically. So I was like, I'm gonna go lay in bed, let me know when Jake Paul is on. For the record, we're not, like, boxing fans. Well, I'm not a boxing fan. Um, we're not Jake Paul fans by any means, but we were just hoping to watch it, thinking it would be interesting, and yeah. So I went into my bedroom and laid down and I was watching like some stupid YouTube videos, watching or listening to podcasts and I was drifting to sleep. Like I was like laying on my side, on my pillow obviously, drifting to sleep kind of when all of a sudden there was this loud bang. And so I was like, what just happened? And then I look up and there's smoke inside my bedroom. So I didn't know what was going on. I didn't realize at the time that that smoke, quote unquote, that I thought it was, was actually drywall um, because our house had been shot. So I run out into our hallway um, right outside my bedroom and I start freaking out, wondering what's going on. So I'm like, what's happening? And as soon as I walk out into the hallway, my husband and all the other guys at my house are laying on the ground on their stomachs and they're yelling, get down, get down, get down. So obviously I'm freaking out, but I still ask, but what's going on? <laughs> because I still didn't know. And my husband, Jason, was like, our house is getting shot. I need you to hide under the bed right now. And so... I did. I was freaking out. I host a podcast about true crime, never expecting to be in that kind of situation. Obviously, no one does. So I'm hiding under our bed, which is not very high off the ground. And so the bars of the bed are like in my rib cage. Just not a fun time overall. And we all are like, should we call 911? Which I don't even know why we were asking each other. We should have just picked up a phone and called 911. But... I was like, do I need to call 911? And then my husband asked his brother, like, hey, should we call 911? And my brother-in-law was like, yes, call 911. So we call 911 and, oh, I call 911. I'm a wreck. 
I should not have been given a phone to call 911. She picks up after a while and I was like, our house is being shot at. There's bullets in the house. Like at this point, we we knew we had been shot twice, not us personally, but the house. And the lady was like, can you give me a good phone number to call you back at? And I just start crying and like losing it. So Jason takes my phone and he calls and they're like, we're sending someone. They'll be there soon. So me and my husband's best friend hunker down in our back bathroom thinking that that'll be safer. And so it was a very bonding experience for us. But yeah, we just waited in there basically until we knew it was safe. And then after a while, um, my husband and his brother came in and were like, we think it's clear you guys are good. We'll just go chill in the living room, wait till the cops get here. So the cops get there after a little bit and they don't tell us much other than this is an active crime scene. Two of the cars outside of your house have been shot. So instantly I'm like, oh, my car, like that kind of sucks. Um, it was not my car. It was my brother-in-law's car and my husband's best friend's car. So somehow the cars that were sitting in the driveway of the house were fine, but the two on the street, not so fine. <laughs> so, yeah, but we didn't know what the damage was, and they said they had to wait, the two guys that got their cars shot, because they needed a case number from the police so that they could give it to the insurance and have them cover all of the damage. So... At this point, we're kind of just sitting waiting because they told us that a police would probably come and interview all of us. And it's late already at this point. This happened at like 10.15 at night. So at this point, it was like 11.30 when the cops came by the first time. Then around 1.30, they come by again. We're all still awake. And they give us the claim number or the case number and... The two guys that got their car shot get picked up and they leave. Um, and I know I mentioned there was another guy here. He left like pretty quick after this happened. He was a little shaken up. So it was just me and my husband at this point. And they told us, just go to bed. Someone will be with you shortly. Do not touch the bullets in your house. Um, and at this point, we had found one bullet in our living room. It must have hit a stud because it just kind of entered the house and dropped. And then we found. There was a bullet hole, obviously, through our bedroom where I was at, and we couldn't find a bullet, but I was looking around for a little bit after it happened, and I saw that my lampshade on the nightstand right next to my bed had two holes in it. So I was assuming, okay, maybe this is like an entry and exit for the bullet. Then I'm kind of looking through the rest of the stuff. I'm thinking maybe it's in our bedding somehow, like it's just fallen. There's a hole in my pillow. And I was a little concerned of it, obviously. I was like, okay, is there a bullet in the pillow? So I feel around the edge of the pillow and I don't feel anything. So I'm just like, okay, maybe it got hit by a piece of drywall that's flaming or whatever. But then at this point we're in bed. We actually slept on the couch in the living room because I did not want to sleep in that room because I knew there was a bullet in there somewhere. And around 5.30 in the morning, I hear a knock on the door, like, more like a banging on the door. And I instantly, like, dart up, look out the window, and I'm running toward the door. And my husband is like, wait, what are you doing? Like, give us a second. And so I was like, okay. So gave him a second to, like, you know, 
get everything ready, make sure we were both decent, and then answer the door. And they were like, hey, have you guys been talked to yet? I said no. But I told them we do have likely two bullets in our house. So he instantly is like, oh, okay, let me get some other people over here and we're gonna check it out. So they take the first bullet that is in the living room that they can see and then they go into our bedroom. And the way the bullet entered our bedroom was through the guest bedroom on the front side of the house, through the closet of that room, into our bedroom closet, and then into our room. So it went through like three different walls in the process. And I showed him the hole in the pillowcase. I was like, I don't know if this is something, but I couldn't find a bullet in the pillow, so I don't think it is. And he said the same thing. He was like, it doesn't look like a bullet hole. It just looks like maybe if it was a bullet hole, the bullet was tumbling, so it wasn't like going straight. I don't know. <laughs> um, but he didn't feel a bullet either. And then all of a sudden, these two other police officers come in, and they're in like different units of the department. So one of them is like an assault person, and one of them was like a weaponry kind of person. So they look through and we're talking to one of the guys in the living room while two of the other police officers are in our bedroom looking for a bullet. <laughs> and so um, at this point, we are being told what is hap what happened, basically. So there was pretty much just a gang shootout right on our street directly in front of our house. And there was two teenagers on our side of the street that got pulled up on by some older gang members and they just started shooting across the street at each other, basically. So that's pretty much what it was. The police said that there was people that they knew of, like, so these people were on their radar, and there was someone that was shot. It was one of the aggressors. As far as I know, he is okay. There's been no, like, fatalities or anything. So, just critically injured, but as far as I know, he is okay now, and at this point, after we're hearing kind of what happened, then the other two police officers come out of our bedroom, and they say directly, this is directly quoted, the guy goes, so we have good news, and we have bad news. Good news is we found the bullet, and the bad news is it was in your pillow. And then the girl said, so you should go buy a lottery ticket. And yeah, it was definitely a crazy night. The next morning we went out, checked the damage on the cars. And if it lets me, I'll insert some pictures below and show you guys. But it was just a crazy night. Obviously, we're so thankful that everyone's okay. Um, that's the most important thing, even after getting cars damaged and stuff. We were all very just happy that everyone was okay because cars are replaceable, even though it does stink, unfortunately. Cars are replaceable and human lives are not. So we're just happy that all five of us are okay. Um, we were definitely a little shaken up for a while and I definitely waited a little bit before I did a podcast about this because, you know, it is an act of crime and I know the police are still investigating. I'm super thankful for how thorough they were that night. The poor officers were out there all night long. And so shout out to the Colorado Springs Police Department. Super appreciate you guys. And shout out to whatever kept us safe. 
that stud in the window, that bullet tumbling instead of going straight, whatever it was. So yeah, but in case I didn't emphasize this, the pillow that got shot was the one that I was actively laying on when I heard the loud noise in my bedroom. So pretty crazy. But anyways, <laughs> that's the story. I know this went on way longer than it should have. It's like 12 minutes right now. Sorry, guys. If you're listening, I super appreciate it. If you're somehow watching and I got this to work, awesome. Sorry for the kind of bad quality, but I'm hoping to get some stuff out to you guys soon. Better quality, better video, just better stories. <laughs> so all the things. But thank you guys so much for listening and watching.